Breakfast Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Man, what the hell is this, man? Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm glad they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... Wake your punk ass up. This Chris Brown. I've officially joined The Breakfast Club. Say something, mother... I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches. I'm feeling great. How's your detox going? Today is day 12 of my 14 days. Got two more days to go. Two more days to go. Are you excited? I am. But let's be clear when this detox finally, finally ends Mm -hmm. on Wednesday, Wednesday night, I can't just start eating regular right away because that'll shock my body. So you can't just have a french fry? No, absolutely not. So you got to ease back in. You have to have all kinds of water based fruit, some arugula, things like that. That's whack. I know you just want a piece of chicken. And that's for about four days. So I will say that it has shown how much willpower you can have because I haven't had solid food in 12 days so far. Mm-hmm. I never thought it was possible. Yesterday, I had to go with someone to pick up some food. So I'm sitting in the restaurant waiting. I'm watching all this food being prepared, smelling all this food. And you were good. And it wasn't too bad. Okay. And you still can exercise. You can if you did like yoga or something not so intense. Right. But at certain times, you might feel a little bit weak. And sometimes I'm not so clear-headed because I'm a little weak. But it's not terrible. Okay. And we get to drink coconut water. So when you start feeling a little weak, you have some coconut water that has electrolytes and the glucose that you need in it. But it's been doing good. A lot of people have been hitting me up asking about it. It is thedetoxnow.com. Now, how much weight did you lose so far? I probably lost like almost 10 pounds. Nice. Okay. But it's really a detox. So if there's toxins in your body, mm-hmm. it's a way to let it out. One of my friends that's doing it with me, she didn't react so well to it. So she went to the emergency she had room. To, yeah, she had to actually stop doing the detox because I guess there's a lot of toxins in her body. And there's other things that can help you get rid of fibroids. For A lot of women have fibroids. A lot of people hit me up about that also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's really good for a lot of different reasons. Okay. All right. Now, over the week, it was a kid's week, and my kids had everything. I tell you, my kids are in acting classes now, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, I got to sit into one of their classrooms and be part of their acting class. So you were act- you took acting classes, and you've been in movies. Yeah, yeah I have been, and uh, it was pretty fun. Just just hanging with the kids and, and acting with them and seeing Dad change characters was pretty cool. What up, Charlemagne? Peace, man. Hey, salute to the homie outside, man. He made me a little bit late, but he looked a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm in a raincoat. Yeah, yeah you have to take a picture. I was like, not well, right I now. Ball, I, listen, I, I, I was running late for real because I had to be. I, I had to be in here. But you don't walk up on nobody in a raincoat when it's not raining, bro. Yeah, he was and out there for even, a minute. And it, the forecast don't even look like it's calling for rain. Well, it was okay? raining all day yesterday, so maybe he went out. What yesterday got to do with this morning? He might have been out since last night. Man, I ain't got time. It's for still that. morning. To, it's still nah, nighttime. Nah, you know the funny thing is, I seen him with that raincoat too, and I was like, something just don't look right. My anxiety already bad. Your uncle Charlotte nerves bad. Don't be walking up on me. I hit him with the crossover. Alan obviously. Uh, Fake right, dip I, left, listen, man, in the I, builder. I've been, I've been, I've been attacked outside this radio station twice already. You mm-hmm. just don't walk up on me. I'm sorry. Mm. I would love to take a picture with you, my brother, but not at 5:58 in the morning when Where's you got the on rain a raincoat. Coat. I seen him. I, Full I, raincoat. He I, had the I, hoodie on and everything. I, I seen him. I'm like, nope. Sorry, brother. I dip whoop, right, fake right. Hey man, hey man. I act like I was crossing the street this way and just dipped in the building. Hey, every day we wake up in the morning, all we want to do is pray, pray to God, thank Him for life, and avoid crazy. That looked a little crazy. This was was little, he outside yeah. the building when you saw him? He was out by yeah. Starbucks. Because oh, when, when I, I came, him. he was inside. Oh no! Oh, no, no, no. Well, hell no! He would have got stiff on. <laughs> <laughs> Geez, all right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Uh, we are going to be talking about something that was very offensive to some people at NYU. We'll tell you what that was. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's get in some front page news. Now, what's going on at NYU, Yee? Well, NYU is in big trouble. One of their dining halls decided to celebrate Black History Month. And what was on the menu? But it was Kool-Aid, Mm-mm. ribs, collard greens, mac and cheese, and what and watermelon-flavored water. So that is what they decided to serve in honor of Black History Month. Now, a lot of the students that were attending NYU had something to say about it. Nia Harris posted on Facebook, It is with great sadness and frustration that I even have to send this email. Earlier today, I walked into Downstein and noticed that the theme was Black History Month. The menu was interesting with ribs, collard greens, cornbread, smash yams, and mac and cheese. However, the most interesting part of the meal happened to be the drinks. As beverage choices today, there was red Kool-Aid and a watermelon-flavored water. 
All right, here is what another student, Kayla Eubanks, had to say. Black History Mill, right? Yeah, there's Kool-Aid and watermelon water. Gee, this is the most problematic thing I've ever seen. Oh, God. First of all, what the hell is watermelon water? I've never heard of that. I've never heard of watermelon water But I do water like fresh life. watermelon juice, if you ever had that. I wonder what would have been appropriate to serve, though. Like, if they would have of, 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 uh, surveyed the students and asked the students what would they have wanted for a Black History Month dinner? What's considered a, a, a black meal, so to speak? I don't know. Well, to celebrate black, I, I would think just have some nice, great, delicious food on the menu. I, I, mean, want, I, I want some soul food. It doesn't have to be. It could be soul food, but the yeah, watermelon yeah. Water flavored water, water might have been a bit too much. Kool Aid's a little too much. Yeah. I don't drink. Kool-Aid. There's nothing healthy about Kool Aid. I don't mind no red Kool Aid now. Red Kool Aid. What last time you had Kool Aid? Exactly. Shoot, maybe last week. Last week. <laughs> I don't drink it often, but if it's around, Kool Aid is terrible. You got it in the Why crib. Why would you serve that to students? No, I don't have it in the crib. Come on, y'all. We all grew up on Kool Aid, man. We did. And yes, we, we did. Come have. on, man. Stop These it. are college we students, know no These aren't kids, like young kids. Still, but we all grew up on Kool Aid. Three scoops of Kool Aid, four scoops of sugar. Yes, and, and, I was there. And, and, and you know how you know you grew up on Kool Aid mm. when you call it red Kool Aid. We don't even know the flavor. We still don't know what that it's red was. Say red drink. All right, well, Nia Harris, who is a sophomore there, who we who we sent, read you that email, she says the head cook dismissed her objections and said that black employees actually plan the menu. So now they have fired two workers, and they are retraining the employees at NYU. Well, I'll say, tell you what, that NYU menu sounds better than them uh, boxes of food Donald Trump want to give people. Right, goodness. What All else right. are we talking about? Now, let's talk about the NRA. A lot of businesses are now cutting ties with the NRA. Since Thursday, more than a dozen brands have severed ties with that organization. You know you would get all kinds of special discounts. If you are a member of the NRA, the First National Bank of Omaha said there will be no more NRA-branded Visa cards. Delta and United Airlines said they are not going to have discounts on flights. Uh, Paramount Rx provides prescription drug discount programs to NRA members, but they said they will no longer do that. Uh, there's a lot of other companies, MetLife, Hertz, a lot of Enterprise Rental Car, Alamo, National Rental Car. They would stop offering NRA membership discounts on March 26th. MetLife, Simply Safe, Avis, and Budget, Allied and North American, which are two moving van lines, said they no longer have an affiliate relationship with the NRA, effective immediately. And the NRA sends out a tweet and said they don't give a damn. Right. You know, they're not even trying to compromise on any of these issues as far as raising the age. They definitely should raise the age. Yeah, absolutely. As far as saying there needs to be more extensive mental health background. I don't see anything wrong with that, and they won't budge on anything. I hope these companies really hold out because you see this all the time. They they say they're out for about two, three months, and then and then in about four to six months, they're back in with them, and nobody knows. All right, well, let's pay attention. Yes. Well, it's actually good for their bottom line, too, though, because when they make a stand like this, then all those people that are against the NRA feel like they have to start supporting these companies as well. Even if you're okay. part of the NRA, you should feel like, okay, we do need to make sure at least these guns don't get into the hands of people who have mental health issues. Absolutely. Maybe those people got, maybe the people in the NRA got mental health issues. Maybe. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad weekend, a bad night, or... Maybe you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Fabian out of Newport News. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. How y'all doing, man? First, I want to say I love y'all. Show this to y'all every morning, every morning on the way to work. Thank you, bro. It's, it's the NYU thing that keeps upsetting me, and it's not the first time something like this has happened, and it's not the fact that it is happening. It's the fact that black people are so sensitive about food. I can see if it was something like they were serving them banana juice or something like that. It's Kool-Aid. It's historically known that black people grew up on Kool-Aid. I grew up on Kool-Aid. I'm talking about, why do we say just black people, though? I was going to say, white kids drink Kool-Aid. The Kool-Aid man was a big picture of red Kool-Aid. <laughs> it was mostly white kids in the commercials. So what's the big deal? I, I don't what's know. It, I think I mean, it, I why get so sensitive about something? It's just food. They just did something that was, they could have laughed on saying, ha ha, that's funny. That's just like black people don't like eating chicken in public and stuff. You like it. What's the big deal? I think it's the watermelon juice. I ain't doing. I, I don't. I don't like watermelon juice now. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is uh, Daryl calling. Hey, Daryl, get it off your chest, bro. I just wanted to say thank God because I'm blessed to live to see another day, and I think that uh, some of the issues going on with like the NRA, I think that the government should focus more on raising that age. I agree with that, and I also believe that if they raise awareness to more parents to basically take more responsibility on their part. If you know you have a kid that has a weapon and you have a weapon in the house, then weapons are supposed to be secure and locked up. Right. So 
if they have access to those weapons, those parents should be held responsible. And I honestly think that that would give more parents the initiative to basically make sure that those weapons are more secure and that their kids just can't walk into a room and grab a assault rifle. I mean, and a lot of times you're right, but the last incident, he actually purchased his own rifle. He was he was 19 years old. He purchased his rifle at 18. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know, friends of mine, we were talking about that this week, and I, and I understand that, that guy. But, I mean, like, I would just say, like, from the history, a lot of them weren't. And I think that he was, like, one of the only guys that was old enough to buy his own rifle at that time. But I'm saying as long as, like, the Spanners, we've been having, like, school shootings and stuff, most of those kids have been underage. If you have a weapon in your house, I mean, it's supposed to be secure. And then it's like, if you're going to bring it out to shoot it, like that parent should ensure that that weapon is being used responsibly. Man, listen, so, everything that y'all saying is true, but the fact of the matter is the reason they don't regulate guns is because they don't want to. Simple as that. The Homeland Security Department regulates goddamn fertilizer. If you buy too much fertilizer, they'd be on your ass. Absolutely. So why they don't do the same thing for guns? It's because they don't want to. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? This is CJ from St. Louis. Hey, CJ, get it off your chest. I just want to express how blessed I am. One, not for just waking up this morning, but two, my ex got her taxes back and took me on like a $2,000 shopping spree. Hey, hey dumbass. Right. Wait, you dumb said ass. your ex? Yes, my ex. That's nice. That's nice, all right. With her dumb yeah. ass. She going to want that. <laughs> she going to need that money next month. <laughs> no, she all good. We good. We best friends. It's all love. What they got go. to do with the first being this week? She got bills. Well, she paid the bill. She got a little extra money, so right. she's splurging. She's joking. She paid all that first and then said, hey, let's go. Okay. Right. Well, enjoy it. Now, that's generous. Hello, who's this? It's Chandler from Columbus, Ohio. What's, How y'all doing? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Well, I'm mad at the uh, Molly and Lean babies in Columbus because these fools on Thursday and Friday was going around making fake Instagram, saying they was going to go up to the school and shoot up certain teachers and certain principals. And they caught one of the little lean babies uh, yesterday, and the rest of it is dumbass. And I also think that it's a dumb idea to have teachers with guns because mm-hmm. it's going to be that class clown, Jody, that gets on the teacher's nose one, nerves one of these days, and she's just going to pop them. I can see it. And I, I just think that's a bad idea. Okay. And I just hope these lean and molly babies get better. All righty. Hello, who's this? Hey, this Pooh man from Duval County. Duval, what's happening? Get it off your chest, Pooh. What's up, what's up? Yeah, I'm calling this morning because today is my anniversary. Happy anniversary. And, How long you been married? Uh, thank you, thank you. Oh, two years. Okay, congrats, brother. Yeah, and, and tomorrow is my wife's birthday. Okay. Nice, happy birthday to her, man. You got to get two gifts, though. Uh, you know that, right? Yeah, I got a, I got a one very special on gift. What you got her, man? Oh, Tell me what you got her. Uh, Run it by the... I got, uh, I got her a puppy. A oh, puppy? a puppy? That's so puppy. cute. Yeah. But you got to still walk it, walk it and train it, though. Oh, yeah. I'm out of another dog. Another, Y'all talking um, about this so cute. Family. Don't even know what kind of dog it is. What, what kind, kind of dog, dog is it? All puppies are cute. It's a German, it's a German Rottweiler. A, a mutt. It's What's a, a German Rottweiler? A German Shepherd and a Rottweiler. It's a mix. That's not a good no, mix, is no, it? No, 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 no. A German Rottweiler. <laughs> not a German Shepherd. Oh. So it's a Rottweiler, <laughs> a full, Ameri- a full breed a, Rottweiler. Full, yeah, not an American Rottweiler, but a German Rottweiler. Okay. okay. Right. I used to yeah, have two Rottweilers, man. That's a bigger version of okay. the American Rottweiler. I used to have two Rottweilers named Ben Terra, man, and, the, and the, the county took one away because he got loose and was a, a little crazy, so they took him, and then my neighbors poisoned the other one, man. And shout out to all the dog lovers out there. I, you know, I got a German Shepherd called Chuck Norris, man. I love my little German Shepherd. I used German to love Shepherd. dogs. I just had so many bad experiences with them between neighbors killing them and the, the town taking them away because one was too crazy. You know what? We grew up with a German Shepherd. Guess what the dog's name was? What? Marvel. Marvel? Yeah. Oh. Like Marvel Comics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a Belgian Malibu named Enza. She's pregnant, right? That sounds tasty. Yeah, she's pregnant. You put All Belgian right. in front of anybody, it sounds like it tastes good. Oh, my goodness. All right, well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. You, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Safari. Everybody wants him to put out some new, some new music right now. We'll tell you why. Everybody's saying put some respect on that man's name. All Safari? Right. Why? We'll get oh, in- you about to find out. Don't ask like that. Rumors on the way. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time. 
spilling the tea? This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Tamar and Vince were on The View, and they addressed all the reports about their marital issues. Now, first off, Tamar talks about the fact that people thought that this was fake for ratings. Here's what she said. I wish mine wasn't real. You know, I wish I could say that a lot of times um, it's made up Mm -hmm. just so I can hide behind the truth sometimes. In this situation, I absolutely have no reason to lie about my marriage and the things that's happening in my marriage for ratings. I think that's disgusting, and I would never sell my soul to the devil like that. It's not that serious. Now, do people like that owe it to, uh, you know, the public to talk about their marital issues? I think part of it is they have a reality show with the two of them together, and a lot of things ended up being very public. Yeah, so they owe it to the public, they think. I think so. I mean, their their life has been so open, and their relationship has been so open when it was good. So when things turn, I think the public wants to know what's going on. And when Mm -hmm. you have a reality show based on your relationship, it kind of makes it, like, more public. All right, well, here is what Tamar had to say about them discussing divorce. I have a regular marriage, and, and things happen. In my marriage, you know, it, it was just to a point where I felt like divorce was the only option, although that we're in extensive counseling, and, <laughs> and that is much yeah. needed, and it still will always be. But I think the oh. bigger picture um, of everything is that we have a responsibility to my amazing four-year-old son, and just to raise him in the most comfortable, amazing, loving, secure household that we yeah. can. That's why we don't live together. So are they together or not? I guess they're working on it. They're, they're working counseling. on it. Seems like they're separated. They're, they're, they're going through separation. But they're still but... trying to work on mending their relationship. Now, here's what Vince had to say about all of the rumors and the alleged woman who was pregnant. Absolutely not. And all the other allegations are just not true. I'm just not that kind of person. I love this lady with all my heart. I love my family with all yeah. my heart. And I will never stop fighting for my family and trying to make it be great. As he should. Well, you better be sure that the little baby not yours. Because if some little chubby well, he's little... he's saying he never even impregnated a woman. All right. Is when, what he's when saying. When some little chubby little boy pops up who can't keep his mouth closed, we're going to know that's his son. <laughs> all right. Now, Safari was trending this morning on Twitter. And I was like, what is going on? 120,000 tweets about Safari? Well, you know, I had to do some research. And turns out there was a penis picture that was leaked. Now, people are going crazy online. I'm reading some of the tweets from people. Uh, one person said... Uh, at Partition B. No, I would have left Safari too. I can barely afford health care now. I got to buy life insurance. Uh, obese Marilee said, oh, I don't know, all of a sudden I think we need more music from Safari. Is he on tour? One person left a comment on his page. If you ever need someone to talk to, my mouth is always open for you. So I'm assuming he got a big penis. It's huge. And as a matter of fact, we asked some people <laughs> yeah, around this studio what they had to say. His penis is huge, isn't it? Big as hell. I don't know who those people are. Because I ain't seen no pictures. But I do stand on what I said. I said uh, a month. You could stand on it, too. I said a, I said a few months ago. I said, I said Safari's going to get a hit record this year. Well, he might now because a lot of women are requesting music from Safari. Uh, I just, I just, I got a sneaky feeling that Safari's going to get a hit record this year, man. After seeing those news, one woman said, hey, my tax returns came in, what you need. They're just going crazy over that. He actually so. sent me the first single. Oh, I Whoa. thought you were going to say the picture. No, no, no. I said wow. the first single. Wow. He sent it to me the other day. I heard something else just yeah, now. I ain't going to lie to you. I heard, you what, I, what, you I heard what I wanted to hear like everybody does no. in this era. <laughs> I heard you say that Safari sent you some penis pictures. No, I said Safari sent me a single, his first single. I th- listen, I think he's going to get a hit record this year. I said that last month. Then he'll get a hit record this year. All right, G. Herbo got arrested over the weekend. Now, he was arrested along with two others, and apparently they found... Uh, each person in possession of a loaded handgun. So he was arrested and charged with a felony count of aggravated unlawful use of a loaded weapon along with two of his friends, Giovante Royale Kimbali and Marcello Walton. The three of them are supposed to be in court today. So we will see what happens and keep you updated as well. He was riding around Chicago? Uh, Yes. Well, you know, Chicago, you get caught with it or get caught without it. You'd rather get caught with it than get caught without it, right? All right, Candy Burris has put out a new song, and the song is called Fake People. Now, a lot of people have uh, been having some type of reaction about her not being on this escape tour, but she is making spot date pop-ups and everything. So here is a little snippet of the song so you can see what you think. Getting all the good people like me So I'm good on you, I'm good on you 
If I'm the other members of Escape, I'm a little hot right now. Why? Because you got time to make your own music, but you don't want to make music with us. I was thinking the same. The, play, the, power, the power play right now would be to do the Escape album with well, all four members. Well, she can't commit to going on tour. That's the whole problem because she has a Broadway play. But you're going on tour with yourself. Even if you don't want to go on tour she right now. She doesn't have to go on tour get, for her album. Can we get in the studio and at least make some new music? Can we do a new Escape album? I'd much rather hear a new Escape album than uh, Candy solo music. All right. Don't like fake people? What are you talking about? The song. That's the name of the song. Well, I'm Angela Yee, that and that's your rumor report. All right. Fought on that record. And Stop. All right, man, I wasn't feeling that one. All right, when we come back, front page news will tell you about NYU. They're doing something special for Black History Month. We'll tell you all about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, what's going on at NYU, Yee? Well, NYU, they're in a little bit of trouble this week, and that's because one of their dining halls wanted to celebrate Black History Month by serving... Ribs, collard greens, mac and cheese, watermelon-flavored water, and Kool-Aid. That was their celebration for Black History Month. The students did take offense to this. One person says, this is what it's like to be a black student at NYU. You go to a dining hall during February, and you see Black History Month meal plastered outside the entrance. And you walk inside to find ribs, collard greens, and mac and cheese. You note that this is stereotypical, but you decide not to make a big deal. Then you see the beverages, red Kool-Aid and watermelon water. You take a breath. You ask to speak with the person over the specific dining hall menu. And according to NYU, they are saying that the person, the people who actually planned the menu were black people that were on the staff. The cafeteria manager said that. And they felt like this menu was fine. But is it a stereotype if it's true? Because I love beef ribs. What else is on there? Macaroni and cheese. What else is on there? You don't Collard drink greens. Kool-Aid. Collard greens with, tur- with turkey. I don't them. drink Kool-Aid. Since when you don't drink Kool-Aid? Since I was like eight. We grew up on red Kool-Aid. The only thing I, that bothers me about that whole thing is the watermelon juice, because I ain't never heard of that. But if black life. people made the menu... That's what I want to know. I want to know what would have made that all right. Like if, they, if, if, black, they if they would have surveyed the students I and mean. said, what do y'all want for dinner? And they've said those same things. Would it have been offensive? Well, here's what Kayla Eubanks had to say. She's a student at NYU. Black history meal, right? There's Kool-Aid and watermelon water. Gee, this is the most problematic thing I've ever seen. Kayla, if that's the most problematic thing you've ever seen, you need to live a little bit more in life. Okay. All right. By the way, fresh watermelon juice is one of the best things I've ever had. But fresh. It can't be like watermelon-flavored water. Was it good for you? Yeah, it's only watermelon. There's nothing else in it. It's just pressed watermelon. I, ne- I never I never heard of it. It tastes delicious. If you never had it, make I had the Minute version, which is a little processed. No. It tastes pretty good, though. But what would have made that okay, though? If they would have asked the students first? Yeah, I, I think they that. did, though. They, if they get a, a bunch of African-American students to say what you... No, no, it was it was just the, the people that work at the cafeteria, oh. but they were black. They're the ones that came up oh. with the menu. It wasn't a survey. And they said this is a special menu for Black History yeah, Month? Yeah, it says Black History Month meal oh. when mm. you walk in. Yeah. All right. I understand now. All right, now let's talk about the NRA. A lot of companies are now cutting ties with the NRA. There's a few different airlines, including Delta and United, and that's all because they would give you certain discounts if you fly on those airlines. Now they are cutting out those discounts. Uh, Car rental companies like Enterprise, Alamo, National Car Rental, Hertz, they all are now getting rid of their discount program, all because of the NRA. A a bunch of different companies are actually cutting ties. MetLife, the First National Bank of Omaha, they're not doing any more NRA-branded Visa cards because of customer feedback. And that's because the NRA really isn't trying to compromise on anything. How about we raise the age from 18 to 21 of people being able to get their license to get guns? How about we do more extensive background mental health checks? And they're not willing to do any of those things. Which is so crazy to me because if you can regulate the sale of fertilizer in the United States of America, if Homeland Mm -hmm. Security can regulate that, they should be able to regulate guns. They started regulating fertilizer after, what was it, the World Trade Center bombing, I think it was? I believe so, yes. Yeah, when, when they used uh, a certain type of fertilizer for an explosive, they started regulating that. Why, why can't they do the same with guns? Right. I don't understand what's the problem. They're not saying that no one's going to have guns anymore. They're saying let's just make it more difficult for people who... And they should. Mm-hmm. They and absolutely I, and, positively And I think should. they should track everybody who buys those weapons. I think when you buy those weapons, you should automatically go in some type of database, and they should let you know, look, we watching you, okay, just in case. We just need to We know that you have these weapons. Put a little chip in you. That could work too. Put a chip in the gun. No, <laughs> put some chips in the gun so they know when so the, they when, the, the when they know when the guns That's are in vicinity of a school or a hospital yeah, or someplace the guns don't got nowhere to be. Until somebody just. 
holes to, to chip out. Or... And, and guess what? If you don't plan on committing no crime, if you don't plan on being violent with those guns, you would have no problem with that. Right. You'd have no problem being in a database. You'd have no problem having a chip in your gun. If you, if you don't plan on doing anything crazy with it. Right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, what are we talking about, Yee? Uh, we're talking about NBA Youngboy. Now, this video surfaced over the weekend. It was some footage from a hotel he was staying at with his girlfriend. NBA Youngboy's a rapper, if you don't know. Yes, you need to tell people that. Because oh, they probably okay, think sorry. you're thinking about an NBA rookie. Some rookie that played <laughs> for the NBA Youngboy, the rapper. Mm-hmm. And apparently they had gotten into some type of altercation, but she's saying they were just playing. So we're going to play that for you. We're going to do it now? Or? Yeah, play it now. All right, so. In the hallway, we were playing. I'm sad. Kentrell, I bet you can't pull me. I'm stronger than you. He was like, Janelle, you're not stronger than me. So if you leave, seeing the video, he said, Nene, come here. So that video is us playing. Kentrell always asks me, am I ready to go home? Nene, you ready to go home? I don't want to go home. I like being with him. So if I was being held under my will, wouldn't that mean that he's not asking me that? I don't know what y'all talking about right now. I don't All right, know what so if you just about. saw Revolt TV, the footage, it looks like he slams her on, well, he does slam her on the ground outside of the hotel room door, and then he's pulling her down the hallway. She's trying to resist, and then he brings her back in the room. So you can see that. She tries to get up and run away from him. And so that was her explanation. Now, a lot of us have been in situations where things have gotten physical, unfortunately. How many of you have covered for somebody or would cover for your boyfriend in a situation like that? Oh, so basically she got beat up and she's in denial. Well, she's saying that's not what happened. She's, she's saying, saying she, he didn't throw on the floor. He's saying they were playing back and forth, and that would, he didn't uh, assault nah, her. I've seen this story before. Women always do that until they get hit real hard. There's always It's always until the very last minute when it's damn near, you damn near got to be dead in order for you to say something. So we're opening up the phone lines, 800-585-1051. We don't know what happened in this situation, but we're mm-hmm. asking, would you cover for your man in a situation similar? All right, 800-585-1051. Would you cover for your man? That's the question. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. That was J. Cole with Role Model. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. We're asking 800-585-1051. Would you cover for your man if you got into a situation or altercation with him and he allegedly threw you on the floor? Would you cover for your man? That is the question. Yee. Well, yeah, I've been in a situation like that before, and you never want to... Okay, I'm not going to say never, but in my situation, we had an altercation. I didn't want him to go to jail because I would have felt really bad about it. So what I, I did actually cover for him, but when the cops showed up, I said, I want him to leave my house. That's all I want. They knew something would happen. They could mm-hmm. tell. Like, the house was a mess, whatever. But that's all I wanted. And the problem was that he actually came back. So I mm-hmm. guess when something like that happens, the cops, like, drive past a few times to make sure the person's not in the area. So he did get a, end up getting arrested, but it wasn't my fault. It was because he didn't just leave for real. Okay. Uh, Charlemagne, well, would you his, cover for your man? No, I'm just kidding. Would your wife cover for you in that situation? <laughs> Absolutely not. And I wouldn't want her to. And, you know, here's the thing. We've seen this story before. And if you haven't seen this story in life then you need to watch what's love got to do with it, starring Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne, the Tina Turner story, the Tina Turner story okay? She covered, 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 and it took her almost getting killed to know that enough was enough. You don't owe that man nothing, and if love is your reasoning for covering for this guy, then love should keep him from putting his hands on you. But what if you plan to leave him alone, but you don't want him to go to jail necessarily? I don't give a damn if he go to jail or not. You shouldn't have put your hands on me. Now, my wife would definitely have covered for me. Now, uh, would she stay? No, it, it would be a wrap. It would be over, but right. she definitely wouldn't want to see me go to jail, but she definitely wouldn't be back. But covering for you isn't going to cause you to get the help that you need. Right, because 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 for all, we don't know if you're a domestic, that's true. you know, a beater, or it could have been he was drunk and out of his mind. You know, what I mean, he could not have been in his right mind. You well, know, my situation, situation, I never talked to him again. I never met so with him never again after him. that, and that was the end of it. Did he beat but any I other girls after that? I don't have no idea. See, that's the thing. That's why you got to nip it in the bud so they don't go beating up on other women. Betty, that's me. Hey, good morning, Betty. Now, have you um covered for your man in, in a situation similar? Absolutely. What happened? I've been in love more than one time, more than one occasion. And at that point in time in my life, I thought he was the one for me. Mm. Did you regret covering? And and now in retrospect, do you wish you would have just let him go to jail? Or do you think you did the right thing? Go to jail. There's a point in your life where you're stupid (laughs) and you just do anything for the one that you think is the one for you. So I've taken a couple of black eyes. Oh, my goodness. Jesus Christ. That's awful. Punches to the gut. 
I've taken Jeez. a lot, but after you get a certain age, you look back and you say, you know what? I should have, could have, would have, but you can't dwell on the past. You just have to move forward and hope your kids won't pick up anyone like that in their life. That's all I can say about that. That's people. why you got to tell on these Thank dudes you. because they need to go to jail to learn the error in their ways. All right. 800-585-1051. Would you cover for your man in that situation? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about would you cover for your man if y'all got into an altercation and it got a little physical? Would you cover for your man is the question. Yee said she's done it before. Right. Uh, but I, I didn't stay with him after that. I did not want him to go to jail, but I knew I wasn't going to be with him anymore. Well, there's no way. Uh, well, Gia, I don't, Gia wouldn't put me in jail. And if I punched or hit Gia, she would definitely punch or hit me back. I, I just remember us play fighting one time. And this is the reason I don't play fight with her. She put me in a dope feed one time and I couldn't get out for like 45 seconds. I thought I was going to die. But you need to do more push-ups. I know. Bro. You're right. I do. <laughs> I do. Hello. Who's this? This is Trudy. Hey, Trudy. We're talking about have you ever covered for your man in that type of situation? I would never ever cover for my man in that type of situation. I'm telling everybody I can tell, my mom, my brother, whoever I feel like is going to bring pressure down on his neck. Now, what, about the co- what about the cops, though? Hmm. It depends on how severe the situation is. Like, hmm. if it's just an argument type, no. But if he's putting his hands on me, body slamming me, yeah, I'm going to call the police. What about if he was drunk? If it was just a night he was too had two minutes too much to drink? That ain't my and, problem. And, he, and he's it's never done it before. Excuse. You're right. I mean, drunken actions are sober thoughts. I mean, and it's not the first time he's done this to this little girl. Like, it keeps happening. He's disrespecting her on several occasions, like mm. having her sleep in the hotel lobby while he had his little jump off. You know, it's just several things. Like, this little boy is really disrespectful. Where's this girl's parents? And by Thank the way, if, if you being drunk is an excuse, then maybe this is maybe you do need to get the police called on you so you can stop drinking. Mm-hmm. That Hello, could be the wake-up call you need. Sherry, good morning. Hey, Sherry, good morning. Have you ever had to cover for your man in that type of situation? Yes, and let me uh, clarify. I was like 19, so I was young and dumb, really dumb. So at that time when you're young, you do stuff like that because you think you're in love and it's forever. But now I'm 34, it's like, "Mm, no, I'm calling the police. And you're going to get far away from me. I'm doing everything possible. Like, you touch me, you don't love me. You have no respect for me. I'm done. Okay. okay Thank I you, Mama. You. Hello, who's this? This is Dawn from Boston. Hey, Dawn. Now, have you ever had to cover for your man in a situation like that? Uh, No, I would not. And I wouldn't be able to because the way the video would have went, it would have been clear that there was a fight. Like, I would have definitely tried to defend myself. Okay. But I have a question. Is this the same young lady that was sleeping in the lobby a couple months ago? Yes. Yes, that's his girlfriend. Oh. So she, she clearly has problems anyway, and she tried to cover up for that also, so... She has low self-esteem and clearly no friends. Well, listen, we don't want to victim blame her because clearly there's some issues there with her. She's 18 years old, you know. Why do y'all know so much about these people? Because it's It's been been it it went viral. Thank you, Mama. When it happened last time. I'm old. I don't know nothing about none of this stuff that's going on. All right, well, what's the moral of the story, guys? The moral of the story is you don't owe that man nothing if he puts his hands on you, okay? And if love is your reasoning for covering for a guy when he puts his hand on you, understand that if y'all really in love, love would keep him from busting you upside your head. And I know a lot of times we feel like, oh, I don't want to get my man in trouble. I don't want him to go to jail. And then you start feeling sorry for him. But was he feeling sorry for you when he was putting his hands on you? All right, well, I wish him the best of luck, and hopefully he never puts his hands on her or I any wish him the best again. of luck, not if he's beating on his Woman. I said I wish her the best of luck. Oh, and okay. I, I hope that he never ever puts his hand on her or any other woman ever again. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Jenner just got a LaFerrari. It's a limited edition. You know that car, Envy? Yes, that's the one Drake drove the other night. I mean, I'm, I don't think Travis Scott bought it for her new. So on the resale market, it's going for like $3 million. Oh, it says it's $1.4 million. That's, that's if you buy it new, but you can't get it new. Only like 100 people got it new. So, so you think you paid $3 million? Three, I'm thinking about $3 million to pay Sheesh. for that. That's light work. The girl's worth $100 million. You invest in three crazy. in her, you're going to get 30 back. All right, well, as you know, her daughter's name is Stormy, and she already picked and trademarked her name before giving birth so she could use it for her makeup. So she has these Stormy-inspired 
collections for wow. her makeup, like Calm Before the Storm, Eye of the Storm. You know what's crazy? The woman that is the porn star that's saying that she slept with Donald Trump, her name is also Stormy. Oh. The young girl that's starring in Wrinkle in Time name is Stormy, too, I believe. It's a lot of Stormies right now. Mm-hmm. All right, Foxy Brown has written a letter of support to Russell Simmons after these sexual assault allegations against him. She said, an open letter attesting to the character of the man who as a teenager saved my life. Salaciousness and scandal garners headlines. Cowards cower during times of tumult. But as inarguably Russell's br- biggest Def Jam female protege who birthed an era of overtly evocative stars, the man I've known and loved was nothing more than the respectful, respected gentleman and godfather of hip-hop we've all adored. So she's supporting him and praying for him. And by the way, she has every right to write that letter. If she feels like Russell is innocent and she wants to defend him, she should be able to do that without receiving any backlash. But that shows you that Foxy Brown is not popping at all. Because wow. if she just had a little bit of something going on, mm-hmm. social media would have been on her ass. They were on her ass. Oh, they were? Yeah, they definitely were. Now, Russell Simmons responded, just woke up and saw this, Foxy. It is a difficult time for me. People are judged guilty by accusation. Some men and women are critical of anyone who takes the side of the accused, so I know how much courage it took to speak. Thank you for your support. I'm yeah. silent on details as I'm trying to be a good listener. He so. ain't really take too much courage for her to speak, man. She ain't doing nothing. Not he also it. said, I want you to know that in one billion years, I would never force myself on anyone ever. Mm. So that is Russell Simmons' response. All right, Black Panther, the number one movie for the second weekend in a row, and it brought in $108 million at the box office in the second week. So Black Panther is only the fourth film to ever cross $100 wow. million in the second weekend. The only other ones were Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Jurassic World, and The Avengers. And it's over $700 million worldwide. I told Ryan Coogler last summer that that movie was going to make a billion dollars. I told y'all on the air a few months ago it was going to make a billion dollars. I think it probably do like 1.5, maybe 2 now. Was seven hundred million globally and four hundred wow. million domestically. That's the uh, the line right there. And Jaden Smith and Will Smith have created an eco-friendly bottled water company. Now they make their packaging from almost entirely renewable resources, including plastic derived from sugarcane. Now Will Smith says this was a company born out of a child's love for the ocean. We did not want this to be a celebrity brand. We're just about to launch our second product, and we felt like there were enough people who already have accepted the brand, and it wouldn't look like celebrities just trying to sell some water. So congratulations to the two of them for coming together to uh, make that happen. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, when we come back, Donkey today, who are you giving your Donkey to? Oh, man, Donkey of the day four after the hour. We need Governor Bruce Rahner to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. This is when uh, being an ally goes wrong. All right, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get some money. You get Donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You get Donkey of the day. Yeah, you dumb ass. You are a Donkey. I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eye. Yeah, they want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these no, no, gloves. No. Let's go. They had to make a judgment uh, of who was gonna be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. Yes. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Donkey of the day for Monday, February 26th goes to Illinois Governor Bruce Rahner and a brother named Tyrone Stoudemire, who is the Hyatt Hotels Diversity and Inclusion Executive. Now, Bruce Rahner was attending an African-American History Month event, and I want to salute all the white allies who want to show support for their fellow Americans who are of darker hue. Okay, a lot of you Caucasians need to show up to Black History Month events so you all can learn about real black history and not that weak, watered-down black history started with slavery BS. They've been teaching us here in this country for years. Now, Governor Bruce Rana came to this event and his presence should have been enough. Just sit in the audience, clap when appropriate, nod your head, and mind your business. But all that changed when Tyrone Stoudemire, who is black, poured a glass of milk to represent the white men who lead most organizations. Then Tyrone holds up some chocolate syrup and says, this chocolate syrup represents diversity. And then he squirts a healthy dash of brown syrup into the milk, and it immediately sinks to the bottom of the glass. Tyrone Stoudemire says, when you look at most organizations, diversity sits at the bottom of the organization. You don't get inclusion until you actually stir it up. Now, I don't have a problem with this culinary home economics diversity lesson. It's very elementary, but most of the time, less is more. If we have to reduce diversity, racial bias, and uh, gender bias to milk in Nesquik in order for people to get it, fine. All right. The irony of this whole situation is that what Tyrone Stoudemire messed up is by being inclusive. He decided that instead of just showing people this example himself, he decided that he needed help. So he called Illinois Governor Bruce Rahner to the stage 
and this happened. I'm gonna do a slight demonstration. I'm gonna ask the governor to help me with this demonstration. This glass I want you to hold represents corporate America. Fortune 500 companies. It's not that organizations, and if you look at any corporate website and look at its leadership team, you'll see all white men, a few white women, and just maybe an Asian in technology. This chocolate served represents diversity. Women, people of color, people with disabilities, the aging population, Generation X, Y, and Z. It's not that organizations are not diverse, but when you look at most organizations, diversity sits what? At the bottom of the organization. You don't get inclusion until you actually stir it up. I want you to stir it up, Governor, stir it up. <laughs> diversity is the mix, and inclusion is making the mix work. And it actually tastes pretty good, but I'm not going to ask the governor to drink it because it may not be good, but it does taste good. I'll drink it. I'll You'll be drink proud it. To. He'll be proud too. So diversity it's is really, really good. <laughs> diversity. Now we've all seen Black Panther by now, right? Remember yeah. the scene mm -hmm. when uh, Angela Bassett, Lupita Nyong'o, Shuri, and Agent Ross went to see uh, M Mbaka? And Lupita and Angela were talking to Mbaka, and then the white man Ross started talking, and Mbaka and his crew just started, you cannot talk. That's exactly what should have happened in this moment, okay? There was no need for inclusion in this moment. The chocolate milk was more than enough. We all got the demonstration. We understood it. Keep it moving. You didn't have to bring the white man on stage <laughs> to drink the chocolate milk and scream diversity. Now, a spokesperson for Rana was asked whether Rana was embarrassed by the stunt, and Rana's spokesperson replied in a statement, this was the event moderator's example of diversity that an audience of all ages could see and understand. It was one of two demonstrations at the event, both of which received ovations from the crowd. Translation, us colonizers had nothing to do with this. The good people of Wakanda asked Agent Ross to be here on stage with us, and Agent Ross was just doing what T'Challa asked him to do, and the good people of Wakanda were not offended by it because they clapped twice, so why y'all mad? And if y'all are mad, please don't be mad at me. Take it up with T'Challa. Now, dear white people, here's the thing about diversity, inclusion, showing that you're an ally. Just show and prove by actions and deeds, not words, lip service, and silly-ass stunts. You prove your worth with your actions, not with your mouth, and certainly not with your milk. Okay, Bruce Rana, you're the governor of Illinois. I don't want to see you playing with lactose to prove your commit commitment to diversity. I want to see you playing with legislation to prove your commitment to diversity. I don't want you in position on stage drinking chocolate milk to prove your commitment to diversity. I want to see you using your position as governor of Illinois to actually improve diversity in Illinois government, period. And the problem I have with these stunts is this is all it takes for some people. He will come to this event, do this stunt in front of black folks, and people eat it up. Oh, see, Bruce Rauner is down with us because he drank the chocolate milk and screamed out diversity. Meanwhile, he goes back to work today as governor of Illinois and isn't thinking about y'all black asses. But y'all think he's made a commitment to diversity simply because he made a commitment to the toilet by drinking chocolate milk at 61 years of age. Please give the governor of Illinois, Bruce Rauner, the biggest hee-haw. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day, Charlemagne. Mm -hmm. All right. When we come back, shoot your shot. Is this somebody you want to holler at or somebody you want to try to take on a date? Well, we'll help you do that when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Time to shoot your shot. Time to shoot your shot with the Breakfast Club. This is your one chance. Don't mess it up. Mess it up. Mess it up. Mess Kenyatta, it up. how you doing, Mama? I'm good. How you doing? You know a woman Kenyatta? named Kenyatta? Yeah. I don't you don't know that. women named Kenyatta? She's no. Wakanda. Every Kenyatta I know has been a guy. No. I know Kenyatta women before men. No. Well, Kenyatta, what's your situation? Who you want to shoot your shot with? Give us the everything, the rundown. T'Challa? Uh, <laughs> I wish. No, the situation is, so I'm a dancer. I've been stripping for about um, two years or so. I've oh, worked wow. at a couple different clubs, and I'm pretty popular. You know, like, I've gotten, you know, clientele that moves from me from place to place. And one of these guys has become a very regular customer. His name mm -hmm. is Kevin. And, you know, he comes through, like, every other night. He's always paying for private dances. Sometimes we sit and talk. He's just, like, a real guy. The thing is, like, I, he's married, and I know he's married. He got a ring, all this and all that. He's told me about his wife, but he's also told me that they are separated and he's going to get a divorce. Mm. So, you know, he'd be coming through. He's getting his dances. And a couple of weeks ago, he slipped me his number. So, and you know, what's the problem? So you like him? Well, I mean, she wants to I life. like him. We, have, we, 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 have, we got this like, real good rapport and shit like that. So do you so, believe that he's really leaving you know, his wife? Yeah, I mean, if he's separated and he's slipping me his number, I figured why not give it a shot? So, you know... I want to shoot my shot. I want to see what's up with Kevin. Should you mix business with pleasure? Hell no. Does he wear his should. ring? 
he wears his ring, but like, you know, he says he's separated. Mm. Um, he's getting a divorce. Like, I mean, I can only, you know. What do you want from the situation, me, boo? Does his wife know they're separated? I mean, I guess we're about to find out, <laughs> but that's what he's told me, and he had the nerve to give me his number. So if I'm free to call him. All right, so we are going to call him. like he's free. I think this might be a bad move, but we'll try it. I, I don't think he's going to leave his wife for, for you. Wow, Envy. I said for her. I don't, I don't you were about to say for a stripper. I wasn't going to say that. Don't put words in my mouth. You were. We're going to call him. He wouldn't be leaving his wife for me if he's already separated. Mm. She's not a homewrecker. The home man, was already wrecked is what she's saying. But we don't know if we believe that he's really leaving his wife because he's still wearing that, his ring. That man be in the script club drunk with a hard penis. He'll tell you anything in that moment. I agree. All right. Well, well all, 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 all I can do is shoot my shot. You're right. We'll do that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of shoot your shot, and we're about to call this young man that Kenyatta is trying to shoot a shot with. Let's call. Hello? Um, hi, is Kevin there? Who is this? My name's Kenyatta. I know exactly who you are. <laughs> Why are you calling my husband? <laughs> I mean, hello? I'm calling your husband because he... Hello? Yeah. Why are you answering his phone? What are you talking about while I'm answering his phone? This is my husband. You're harassing me. You're calling him. Okay, Why I'm not harassing you. I'm Why calling you? your husband because he gave me your... He gave me his number. Like... Well, give me your break. Okay, girls, ladies, women, whatever you want to call them. Hello. How are y'all today? Hey, I'm DJ Envy. I'm Angela Yee. I go by the name of Charlamagne the God, and we are the world's most messiest morning show, The Breakfast Club. Now, Rhea, are you and your husband <laughs> separated because he told Kenyatta that you guys are separated? We don't know if that's true or not. You know, that is so not true. That is such a lie. We are not separated. We are happily married. I mean, it's okay if Kevin goes out to the strip club every now and then, but he's not trying to make a whole... A f- wife, okay? He already Just got because one. she's a scripper don't mean yeah, that she's a hoe. That's true. She's a prostitute. I'm not oh, you're, you're a nasty little shit. You better get out of here with all of this Kenyatta, do you want to get out of here with all of this shit, Or do you want to continue this <laughs> no, conversation? Want, yo, your, your husband's money has ended up in my pocket every night. Like, That's because you're a scripper. You need to be doing what you're doing. If you, Your husband is out there giving out your number. That is messy. my money. Don't get the twisted. He can go to the club. He can watch us a shake her ass but yo guess what that's my money i'm the breadwinner oh can you it's in my pocket it's okay so your money is in my pocket what kind of man are you defending that is giving your money to another woman Kenyatta and Rhea, oh, why are y'all mad at each other it seems like the real problem Rhea, is your husband the husband ain't doing number money he, he gave your number out he's telling this woman Kenyatta that he's separated and that he's about to leave we you. don't know if any of this is true yee stop so, lying on so that so why would he according, give his He's lying. Nobody would give their wife. So I don't know why y'all are beefing with each other. Maybe the root of the problem is you need to discuss this with him. I want to discuss it with him. Yeah, that's fine. But she needs to stay the f*** away from my husband. That's what she needs to do. Well, Kenyatta, guess what? Now you done messed up all your tips because now that man going to have to find a new script club to go to because he can't go to the script club you at because you there. See? Now, Kenyatta, have y'all had a relationship kissing, touching, sex at all? Oral? Nothing? I mean, he gets, he, he gets dances and stuff and we talk. That's it. Oh, uh, I mean... I've, I've, I've heard of guys falling in love with scribbles, but I never heard of scribbles falling in love with guys after dancing. Thank you. Who said I was in love with him? I'm just saying. Like, we had a nice... Kenyatta, have a blessed day. Have a, have a blessed day, all right? I'm sure that they serving, they'll be serving lunch in a couple hours at the script club, all right? Yeah, bye-bye, mama. Jesus I'm sorry. Christ. Rhea, I'm, I'm sorry to uh, even cause any type of friction in your house. Uh, My God, thank you. I mean, I can't believe this day. Like, what is going on? But Rhea, you do need to address that with him. And I'm not, I don't know what exactly happened, but you do need to talk to him about he it. He didn't do nothing. He told How his wife he was going to the strip club. He, he went to the nothing. strip club. All right, she nothing. still needs to address this with him. There's no reason a woman should be calling her phone. All you got to do is say that nasty stripper called my house today. That's all. And he was like, what? She, she probably lied. She probably saw him on the number. Like, maybe she checked his cell phone while she was giving him a lap dance. I don't believe that. Ask him. Google. Google. Yeah, right. yeah Google. 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 Yeah. It's not hard. All right, Rhea. Well, have a great day. We're sorry to bother you. No, thank you, guys. Thank you. That was Shoot Your Shot. Rumors on the way. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Kanye and Kim. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. So Kim and Kanye are going to be on Family Feud. How exciting is that? I love that show. It's going to be Kanye's family against the Kardashian-Jenner clan. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, 
Let's place bets on this one. I got to see who Kanye and Kim got on their team. It's Kanye, Kim, and then it's it's three members of Kanye's family, the, the West we, family. We can never act like the Jenners and the Kardashians are, are dumb, but I'll tell you this, though. Family Feud is a very uh, regular show, meaning that the questions they ask you, you have to live a very regular life. I don't think the Kardashian and Jenners have lived a regular life in a long time. Well, Kim and Kanye say they watch it all the time. So well, they here's might have Kim. Advantage. She posted a video backstage, and here's what she had to say about how much of a fan Kanye is. So if you guys don't know, Kanye and I are the biggest fans of Family Feud. What'd you say earlier? You waited your whole life? Ah! Kanye said he's waited his whole life for this moment, Family Feud. So we're playing against the Kardashian Jenners versus the West. See, I watch it all the time as well. You guys should go on, the Casey crew. They asked me to go on, too. Why don't you? I'm going to go on. All right, well, uh, it was supposed to be originally Kathy Hilton and Paris Hilton was supposed to be doing it against them, but I guess Rick Hilton felt like it wasn't a good idea because they're not. he's not in the entertainment business. Oh, shut up. I will say this, man. Drop on the clues bounce for Kanye was he lost weight. Because he, he was looking like Rob Kardashian last year, but he done slimmed down a lot. It could have been the medication that he was on, too. Cause I don't know what it was, weight. but he looked, you can see it all in his face. He looked slim, so he congrats did. to you, sir. All right, there's going to be a movie coming out about the flaming Hot Cheetos guy, the guy who actually created the Hot Cheetos. Do you know the story? No. All right, well, it's a true story of Richard Montanez, and he actually was working as a janitor at Frito-Lay, and while working at that company, he came up with the idea to create flaming Hot Cheetos. It'd be so amazing if he was gay. No, he's not. When the oh, machines so were broken amazing. at work um, and certain Cheetos came out without cheese on them, he would bring them home to his family and they would eat it with hot sauce on them. So now that movie is going to follow him going from the janitor. Yes, he's black. Uh, All right, so Devin Fra- um is it Devin or Devon Franklin? Devon, Devon, Devon Franklin is yes. going to be the one that's producing that movie. That's the kind of movie I watch. I like them kind of stuff. I know, and it was actually a huge bidding war for the story. And so the dude is rich. They got it. They do. They gave him PC. What you mean? Did they give the guy that created the hot? Did they, did they give him a piece of it, or they yeah. just like thank you and give him yeah, a hot? Yeah, you don't own up. I would hope so. About him. Yeah, okay. he did the flame of hot Cheetos. All right, and speaking of movies, Al Pacino is going to be starring as late Penn State football coach Joe Paterno, and that HBO biopic is coming out April seventh. And here is the trailer from that. That's Joe Paterno, the winningest coach in college football history. Dad, did you know about Jerry? One of Penn State's longtime coaches, Jerry Sandusky, is charged with sexually abusing eight boys. Forty news organizations want to interview you. You're the only reporter who's followed this thing. Who met with McQuarrie? Paterno, Schultz, Curley. People think that you knew about all of it. Wonk, wonk. Yeah, everybody wants to see that. We want to see the horror movie that is no, we don't. Jerry Sandusky. No, we oh, don't. Oh, my goodness. And Oprah, we're doing more movie talk. Oprah, Reese, and Mindy Kaling sat down with Blogzilla Suit to talk Blogzilla. about, yes, the uh, Wrinkle in Time. And during the interview, Oprah actually talks about negative energy and why she doesn't address things that Monique and Donald Trump have to say about her. Here is what she said. It's a law that if you meet negative with negative, you will just have a combusted negative force and negative energy. You can't meet negative energy where it is. You have to rise above it. You have to transcend it. You have to be the light. And it only takes a little bit of light to banish the darkness. Mm. It takes a lot of darkness to overcome the light. And we are warriors of the light. So I would never stoop to try to meet somebody where they are negatively. Don't care who they are. Hey, salute to Blogzilla, man. Blogzilla is great at what he does. Like, I love watching Blogzilla do those little movie press chunky mm-hmm. things. I think Blogzilla needs some type of TV show where he's That's like... That's his niche. Yes, man. He should be doing, like, some type of a film show, like how Siskel and Ebert used to have reviewing movies and doing those right. press junket interviews. I, salute to Blogzilla. That's my guy. Well, A Wrinkle in Time is in theaters March 9th, so make sure you guys go and support and check that out. I'm going to see it tonight. I cannot wait to take my daughter to go see Wrinkle in Time. We're actually going to see Wrinkle in Time tonight at a, 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 a screening. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, it's the People's Choice Mix. Let me know what you want to hear. 800-585-1051. Get your request in right now. And Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.